0: This is Democracy on the Move. My name is Dan Schaefer. It's February 26, 2023, when this is being released. I apologize. No theme music, no advertisements. I'm just going to get right into it this week. Uh, This week and next week, I will be on vacation. And in fact, I was going to do a repeat this week and uh, not do a show at all. But something kind of got under my skin. So I thought I should probably say something. And um, maybe next week, we'll do the repeat. But the thing that got under my skin this week was crystallized in a tweet sent out by Lauren Boebert a couple days ago, and she said, quote, This is your daily reminder that America is a constitutional republic, not a democracy. Okay? This is a constitutional republic and not a democracy. And this particular message seems to be coming from many different directions lately. I think there's just a central core group of people that are sending out this message that says, hey, everybody, you don't live in a democracy. You live in a constitutional republic. And so this quote from Lauren Boebert, I replied, and I'll quote myself right here, and, I, and please pardon my French, they're trying to steal our freedoms with a message that says you don't have a democracy in the first place, so why fight over something you don't have? And I also added at the end there, I said, the guys that are spreading this message are the very definition of evil bastards. Well, why do I feel so strongly about this? Well, because democracy, in my mind, means the will of the people, and the will of the people is what this country was built upon. But let me digress a little bit here, take a sip of my coffee. Let me digress a little bit here and talk about it. You know, what is a constitutional republic and what is a democracy and how are they different? So, and they are different. I'll put it that way. They are different. One of the definitions of democracy is, quote, a government in which the supreme power is vested in the people and exercised by them directly or indirectly through a system of representation, usually involving periodically held free elections. So it would seem then that a constitutional republic is a form of democracy, okay, but also not all democracies are constitutional republics. Okay, so you can tell right now I'm going to get sort of academic about this because these two terms are used interchangeably. Democracies and constitutional republics are often used interchangeably, but they really don't mean the same thing. And so I really want to emphasize what the differences are and how they're both true for the United States. A constitutional republic is a form of government in which the powers of the government are limited by a constitution or a set of fundamental laws. Okay, and that bears repeating. It's a form of government that where the, government is, where the powers of the government are limited by a constitution or a set of fundamental laws. Now, democracy, on the other hand, is a form of government in which the people have the power to make decisions. Okay, and that's really important, too. In a democracy, the people have the ultimate power. So if someone says, we do not live in a democracy, what they're trying to tell you is that we, the people, do not have the power to make decisions. Now, why would they say something like that? Well, I think it's laying the groundwork for something very, very evil. The groundwork is this tyranny. Okay? But, anyways, let's continue. In a constitutional republic, the government is constrained by the rule of law and the constitution. And the rule of law and constitution protects individual rights and limits the form or limits the power of government. And in a constitutional republic, the people elect representatives to make decisions on their behalf. And these representatives are constrained by the constitution and by the rule of law. Okay. Now, in a democracy, the people have the power to make decisions directly or indirectly through a system of representation. The government in a in a in a form of democracy, the government is not constrained by a constitution or a set of fundamental laws, and the people have the power to change the laws or the government itself. So one of the points I'm making is that it's possible for democracy to be a constitutional republic, but not all democracies are constitutional republics. For example, um, I don't I'm not a big expert on, on on foreign governments, but I understand Switzerland is a constitutional republic with a federal system of government, but it is also a direct democracy in which citizens can vote on legislation and policy proposals. So the United States is often referred to as both a constitutional republic and a democracy. The constitution establishes a system of representative democracy, and again, people elect representatives to make decisions on their behalf, and the constitution constrains the power of the government and protects individual rights. Now, this is done intentionally. The framers of the United States Constitution were somewhat wary of a pure democracy. Now, let's go back a little bit more here to the Federalist Papers that were written by Alexander Hamilton, James Madison, and John Jay uh, back in 1787 and 1788, and they wrote these papers to encourage the ratification of the United States Constitution, and they address, the, the, the Federalist Papers address a wide range of topics related to government and politics. Now, regarding democracy, the Federalist Papers expressed both support and caution. Okay, on one hand, the, argues, the, the authors argued that democracy is the best form of government because it allows the people to participate in government and to hold their leaders accountable. And James Madison argued in Federalist Paper Number Ten, for example, that a representative democracy, okay, representative democracy is the best way to prevent tyranny of the majority, which can occur in a pure democracy where all the people make all the decisions. Okay, so um, also the authors expressed concern about the dangers of democracy. And James Madison, again, in, in Federalist Paper Number 51, argued that we need to have a system of checks and balances in place Okay, this is the formation of the Constitutional Republic. We need to have a sense of, uh, a system of checks and balances in place to prevent any one branch of government from becoming too powerful. Okay, because what he wants to do is warn against the dangers of demagogues and mob rule. So overall, the Federalist Papers, papers express both support and caution regarding democracy, emphasizing the importance of balancing the will of the people with the need for strong institutions and a system of checks and balances to prevent abuses of power. And the this, this sense of strong institutions is interesting because we talk about our institutions being Department of Justice, Department of Defense, you know, Department of whatever. These are institutions intentionally put in place in our government to help prevent abuses of power. And sometimes you'll see the very same people who argue that we don't live in a democracy. Also, argue for dismantling our institutions of democracy, as laying the groundwork for losing our freedoms. So, as I said before, the framers of the Constitution were wary of a pure democracy, which they believed could lead to tyranny of the majority. So they designed that system of government that balanced the power of the people with the need for limited government and the protection of individual rights. Well, the constitution established a system of checks and balances and it established three branches of government, the legislative, executive and judicial branches. Each one has separate but distinct powers that check each other. So this isn't pure democracy in the sense that, you know, these these branches of, of government would not exist in a pure democracy. So this is the constitutional republic coming into play here, the establishment of the legislative, executive and judicial branches. And importantly, also, the Constitution includes the Bill of Rights, which protects individual liberties and limits the power of government. And the Bill of Rights, as you probably already know, the Bill of Rights includes the uh, First Amendment, which protects the freedom of speech, religion, and freedom of the press. The Second Amendment, which protects the right to bear arms. And the Fourth Amendment, which protects against unreasonable searches and seizures. So in a constitutional republic, the law is paramount. The government is constrained by the Constitution and by the rule of law, and that ensures government cannot violate individual rights and exceed its lawful authority. And the judiciary branch in particular plays an important role in upholding the rule of law by interpreting the Constitution and ensuring that the government complies with its provisions. Now let's take a look at democracy, on the other hand, because democracy is more concerned with The will of the people. The will of the people. In a pure democracy, the people have the right to make decisions directly without the need for representatives. This, as the the founders of the Constitution expressed, could lead to the tyranny of the majority, in which the majority imposes its will on the minority. So in a representative democracy, the people elect representatives to make decisions on their behalf, And while this helps to prevent tyranny of the majority, it also means that the government is more responsive to the will of the people. Okay, the government is is responsive to the will of the people. So the bottom line is that the constitutional republic is a form of government in which the powers of the government are limited by a constitution or a set of fundamental laws that protects individual liberties. And democracy, on the other hand, is a form of government in which people have the power to make decisions. And as I've shown, it's possible for democracy to to be a constitutional republic, but not all democracies are constitutional republics. But here's my central point. The United States is both a constitutional republic and a democracy with a system of government that balances the power of the people with the need for limited government and the protection of individual rights. And it is that democracy part of it that ensures that the will of the people rules. So if somebody tells you, we don't live in a democracy, what they're essentially saying is that we don't live in a system where the will of the people rules. I think nothing could be more anti-American honestly. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And whether or not you agree with my concerns and opinions, I hope I was able to make you think. And hey, I don't want you to agree with me. I simply want to inspire your ability to think and act on your beliefs. You're listening to Democracy in the Move, a tribute to all those people and organizations who dare to reimagine our nation and drive it back to its original promise of democracy. Please tune in each week where we will feature guests and topics that will help keep you in touch with our march toward a more perfect union. If you have any questions or suggestions, or if you'd like to sponsor some future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Just send us an email at info at democracyonthemove.org or contact us on our webpage at democracyonthemove.org slash contact. Democracy on the Move is all one word. I'm Dan Schaefer, your host for today's podcast, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in. It's been my pleasure to be with you today. Please have a safe week ahead. We hope you tune in again next week.